Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. Welcome to Move the Sticks. We have, uh, I I guess we'll call this an emergency pod. We got an emergency podcast because uh, Cam Newton has finally signed with the team and he signed with a couple of guys beloved New England Patriots. So I have Regina and Nabil joining me on the podcast. And we're just going to have a conversation about Cam Newton joining the Patriots. And before I kind of go on my monologue about what it means, I just kind of get want to get your immediate reaction to like what you thought when you finally saw it come across Twitter. I mean, I'll start, Bucky. For me, as a Patriots fan, I love it. You know, just – Going from Tom Brady to Jared Stidham, it was not a great feeling that sits in your stomach as a as a football fan, and uh, you know, like it, you know, you got this fourth round pick out of Auburn. Uh, it's just like I don't know, I don't know if this is going to work out. So, so to have someone like Cam Newton, you know, former MVP, a guy that Belichick has loved, and honestly, it just it's a signing that makes so much sense, right? You know, Bill and the Patriots—they always take they love those value picks where it's former number one you know former first round picks former mvps that are that are not highly touted anymore because people you know there's injury concerns or something else and and the fact that the patriots were able to get him for you know on a bargain 
uh, is great. So as a Patriots fan, I love it. What about you, Nabil? What do you think? You're you're a resident hater because it's not a Packers. So what so what do you think about it? I'll be I'll be very unbiased about it, but uh, no, I thought that the Patriots had to make some type of move because I couldn't take it fully serious that you know Jared Stidham would be their starting quarterback. I I thought Bill Belichick had something up his sleeve. So I mean, I I think it's a perfect signing also because I mean you get a guy who's a former MVP. I mean, you probably wouldn't be able to get somebody on the market like this in any other year. No, like I I think it's a unique situation. And there are a couple of different things that come to mind uh, when I think about the Patriots. One, I think the Patriots have always done a great job of finding uh, value picks. Like this is a team that is traditionally uh, loaded up on former first round picks that have been discarded. A couple of years ago on their defense, they had like seven or eight former first round picks that they had just kind of found when they had uh, Adrian Claiborne and all those other guys. So they do a great job of loading up um, on value picks at depressed prices. But there are three reasons why I actually think this really works for the Patriots. Um, Bill Belichick has always respected talent. If you go back and look at the Patriots over time, anyone who has been a nemesis to them, they always find a way to bring them on board. It reminds me of the Boston Celtics years ago when Red Albrecht was there. They would always go and get these players that had been cast off, but it always did them in. Like I can talk about Randy Moss. I can talk about Chad Ochocinco and Antonio Brown. They'll talk about, oh, those things didn't work out. But what about a Corey Dillon? Corey Dillon worked out. What about a LeGarrette Blunt and how LeGarrette Blunt comes over and has been a guy, he goes to Pittsburgh, doesn't work out. They bring him right back to New England and he is an integral part of what they do. The Patriots have a way of identifying guys that work and for Cam Newton, it it just really, really makes sense. Um, two, the, the Patriots have what I call an adaptable system. You always hear them talk about, hey, Bill Belichick puts players in situations that allows them to play um, to their best. Calvin Noy was cast off from the Detroit Lions. He goes to the Patriots and he looks like an all-pro because they only asked them to do what they do really well. When you go back and look at their history at quarterbacks, when they haven't had Tom Brady, they're a 13-6. Matt Castle... Jimmy Garoppolo, Jacoby Brissett, whoever plays quarterback for them, it doesn't really matter because the system sets them up for success. Um, With Cam Newton, I think they'll find a way to get it done that way. And then I think the culture will elevate Cam Newton to a level that he hasn't played at. I know that's saying a lot because he's been an MVP, but anyone who has been in there, I've talked to guys who have played for the Patriots, they talk about two things, discipline and details. Discipline system, everyone knows exactly what it is going in. We saw Bill Belichick send Darrell Revis home for showing up late when it was a snow day in New England. They don't mess around. And I think when you put those expectations out there and everyone knows, Cam will rise up to that. But really, the part that I'm excited about, the details when it comes to practice and preparation. It is a grinder when it comes to the mental part of playing for the Patriots. They talk about the pop quizzes and all of those things. I don't know, having talked to people in Carolina, I don't know if Cam Newton has ever prepared to the level that he will prepare in New England. And that is scary to think that he has been an MVP without necessarily going all in. I just think this this is what everyone was afraid of, the New England Patriots signing a guy that could play at a, a at a at an MVP level at a position. It all comes down to health, right? That's that's the that's the big caveat here. Is Cam Newton fully healthy? Is he recovered from the knee and the shoulder that really derailed his last two seasons? That, you know, for me as a Patriots fan, that's that's the big question mark. I, I know a lot of people are talking about, well, 
you know, they're bringing him in as competition instead of, you know, I think there's, I think the Patriots always take a, an approach of you've got to win the job, but if Cam is healthy, are we, would anyone be shocked if he doesn't win the job here? Um, <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's the, uh, I mean, that's the exciting thing too. And I think, you know, something that was interesting to me to see on social were all the page, the, the current Patriot players, having such positive um, reactions, right? This is a team that's known to be buttoned up and not allowed to, you know, p- t- you know, players have called them not, not, not a fun team to be, to play for, but you saw reactions from James White, from the McCourty twins for, from Stefan Gilmore, the reigning defensive player of the year, all react very positively. And uh, ex- we're very excited um, that Cam is coming to this team. What about you, Neville? What do you think? I, I was going to ask you is I have the depth chart up here. How do you think like, They'll fit with uh, Muhammad Sanu and Akil Harry, two big body receivers. But another interesting thing is the Patriots might run the ball a lot with Cam Newton, you know, with Sony Michelle and, you know, in the passing game with James White. What do, what do you think, Bucky? Oh, so, so this is funny because I think Arjuna, being a Patriots fan, he understands how the Patriots change, right? The way they play in September is completely different than the way they play in December. The last two Decembers, when we watched the Patriots, the Patriots have played old school football, 21-22 uh, personnel, meaning two running backs, two tight ends, two running backs, one tight end, old school under center, run it, grind it, kind of play old school football, drain the clock, lean on the defense. Well, now with Cam Newton, I think this is the way they're going to play primarily because I think this is the best way that he plays. So if you can imagine, um, it won't be the Shanahan system but it will look very similar to the way the San Francisco 49ers play where they're under center. They're running the ball to an assortment of running backs. Cam Newton is either bootlegging out the back door or he's running play action passes. When you think about the big bodies that they have on the outside, Muhammad Sanu and Nikhil Harry, they're great blockers. They're going to be great in the blocking game, but off play action that buys them time to get down the field. One-on-one deep comebacks, deep digs, things that Cam Newton, throws really well because he's not the most accurate thrower. So the reason why you use play action to create bigger windows, that helps them. I also think you talked about him, uh, Arjuna, you said like, look, the last few years, Cam's have been beset with injuries. But 11 games in, in 2018, before the big injury, Cam Newton was completing almost 70% of his passes, averaging 245 pass yards per game, 22 to 7 touchdown to interception ratio, Passer rating was 103.7, and he had 400-plus rushing yards. So when people talk about Cam Newton falling off the cliff, he didn't fall off the cliff. He got hurt. And so if he is anything like he was in 2018, combined with the way that the Patriots play, with their defense and their running game, and not making mistakes, let's be honest. Do we really believe anyone in the AFC East is better than the Patriots at this moment? Like – The Jets, no. The Dolphins, no. Everyone is up on the Bills, but let's do it this way. If we're playing one game, would you rather have Cam Newton or Josh Allen? Cam all day. Right. So so when we really talk about it, like it sounds like, oh, the demise of the Patriots was was imminent, but it really wasn't. Now you give them a Mm -hmm. quarterback. I just don't understand how they don't win the division based on how they've lorded over division for the last – decade plus it it, I I mean I just can't see how anybody's going to overtake them I think the Patriots went from possibly finishing in the bottom of the division without Cam Newton to 
<laughs> you thought they were finishing the bottom of the division? Not not the way bottom, but maybe in third place, second place. Oh my gosh! Yeah. How do you I feel about that? Or is gonna, <laughs> he, he, he was ready. He's ready to cast them off. Yeah, with Jared Stidham at the helm, I I didn't think they would they would win the division. I would probably pick the Bills. Here's the thing about that: I do believe that there are a lot of people that are ready to kind of pour dirt on um, the Patriots based on Tom Brady leaving but i think like what we kind of have to understand with tom brady tom brady hadn't played well of late like i mean i i don't want to like kind of really dog him but he didn't he hadn't played well he didn't play well down the stretch he was in the bottom six of all the major statistical categories um after the first month of the season completion percentage passer rating um tom brady hadn't played well under pressure and so everyone is acting like the GOAT Tom Brady is leaving. But the Tom Brady that was at his peak, we hadn't really seen since 2018. So, I, I mean, I, I just think this gives them an opportunity to kind of play the way that they wanted to play, which is a little more conservative, a little more run heavy, a little more catered to the defense. And it reminds me of the early 2000s Patriots that did it in a very non-flashy way when they had Antoine Smith and – a cast of no-name pass catchers, David Givens, David Patton, Troy Brown, catching touchdowns, and they won a lot of games. And I think that is the version of the Patriots that we'll see going forward. You mentioned Cam Newton's leadership earlier. What kind of leader do you think he will be, and what do you think he's bringing to the team overall as far as energy? So it's funny, right? So uh, Arjuna talked about like seeing the reaction of the Patriots on social. I think that speaks volumes right there. Like They have been complimentary of Jerry Stidham, but they hadn't been effusive in their praise like they were on camp. And I think that is the thing. Cam is a mega star when he steps into the locker room. I think what you're getting from the Patriots right now, every team wants a quarterback that brings them hope. I think you saw from the reaction of the McCourties, uh, James White, Stephon Gilmore. I think when the Patriots show up in training camp, they feel like they have a chance to go all the way. I don't know if they were as confident with Jared Stidham because they've won a bunch of games. I think it's a different ball of wax now that Cam is in that locker room. Yeah, I wonder if especially the defense feels a little bit of pressure has been taken off of them for the 2020 season because, you know, I, I think those guys are proud and they know that they're an elite unit, but they probably felt deep down, if you ask them, there was a pressure that they would have to perform exceptionally well like you saw for a lot of 2019 to really be in a lot of these games if Jared Stedham was going to be the guy I just wonder uh with Cam now entering that equation you know he is a former MVP he brings something dynamic and something that no other quarterback on that roster currently brings uh to to potentially now lead this offense to be just go beyond the control the ball don't turn it over try and get yards flip the field to, you know, potentially now this could be a good offense, especially now you're pairing Cam Newton with an elite play caller like Josh McDaniels. Um, we've seen, you know, I, we've all seen the reports that potentially McDaniels and Brady butted heads um, at the end there. And uh, we've seen that McDaniels has been able to, you know, have elite offenses um, throughout the years through different styles. I'm, I, as a Patriots fan, I'm just fascinated to see um, – that marriage between McDaniels and Cam Newton uh, and what they kind of produce, especially, you know, Bucky mentioned it, the Patriots are always an offense that kind of morphs as Cam. It's more and more comfortable in the system. 
what are they going to be able to do, you know, in November, December, January time uh, to make the playoffs um, that as they continue to build? Yeah, I, I think it's interesting that you talk you talk about like that, because I want people to also understand this. Josh McDaniel, for better or worse, Josh McDaniel took Tim Tebow with a first round pick. Josh mm-hmm. McDaniels has always been fascinated by the dual threat quarterback. And so he gets one of the best who have ever done it in NFL history. And people will talk about Cam's injuries and the fact that he's 31 years old, but 31 is not a death sentence. I think what they would do when it comes to Cam and the running game, it is just the threat of him being able to run four to five times a game. Unlike in Carolina, when he was running nine, 10, maybe 11, four to five times a game, they'll have Cam Newton pull it on either a zone read, uh, a quarterback design run, something that just makes the, uh, the defense play 11 on 11, and that will create more opportunities for James White, Sonny Michelle, Rex Burkhead to be able to do it. The big thing will be in the passing game, how do they marry what Cam does well with what the Patriots traditionally have done schematically uh, from two-back sets and from one-back sets? Like That would be the thing because Cam isn't necessarily what Tom Brady was in terms of a, a connect-the-dots pick him apart, short, quick rhythm passer. He is more of a throw it down the field, big plays, chunk yards. How will they kind of fit that together? Uh, that would be the interesting part of the puzzle when they go to preseason and training camp. How many wins do you think? You, do you guys think that the Patriots will win this season? I would say they're a 10 to 11 win team if Cam Newton's healthy. What do you guys think? They're 10 to 11 wins without Cam. Like, <laughs> They win 10 to 11 games if me, you, Arjuna are at quarterback. Like, that's, that's what they do. I, I mean, I look, I think they fall anywhere between the 11 and 13 win mark. Um, I think there's something, and obviously Arjuna knows because he's a Patriots fan, but, like, man, winners win. And when you deal with the Patriots, if you get into the fourth quarter and the Patriots are close, they find a way to win games. And so the trick is now the Buffalo Bills going to the season expected to be the favorites and that is a different role than being the underdog and so when you're the favorite you get everybody's best shot and because people have talked about them being the next AFC East champion the next team to compete for the title they now will get everybody's best game not only in the division but outside of division the Patriots are used to having to walk around with bulletproof vests because that's what they've always had to contend with they get everybody's best game because they're the measuring stick. That's how you measure how good your team is, how you fare. So to me, I don't think they have any pressure. I think for them, they are in a, an unusual situation of being an underdog despite being the team that consistently wins the championship. For sure. Uh, Bucky, I have a question for you. Uh, Tom Brady or Cam Newton, who has the better season in 2020? That's tough, right? It's tough in terms of, Individually, I think maybe Tom Brady has a better season because the weapons around him will elevate his game. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, um, those things. But I think the Patriots have a better season. So if we truly are judging quarterbacks based on who has an opportunity to win and get rings, Cam Newton's in a better situation because the Patriots are in a better situation to play them. I mean, like obviously, like they have the trick. They, they know how to get there. I think that's the different situation. And also the division that uh, Tom Brady's playing, and I think it's a much tougher division than the AFC East. Like, no disrespect yeah. to the Jets and the Dolphins. I don't think they're necessarily ready to be contenders. And so it comes down to can the Patriots beat the Bills and can they beat the Bills twice? 
um, I think the Patriots would take those odds as opposed to the Bucks having to kind of go through the Saints and even the Atlanta Falcons. Sounds good. Do you guys have any last thoughts? Uh, I mean, as a Patriots fan, I'm just ecstatic. Like this was as soon as we knew Cam was going, and and uh, this was this was the guy I wanted, honestly, uh, as a Patriots fan. After Brady announced he was leaving, I was like, this just makes too much sense. It just seems like a Patriots move, and. You know, it took, like Bucky said, it took longer than maybe I think most people expected, but uh, I'm glad it finally happened, and uh, I'm excited to see what the results are going to be. Yeah, no, I think I think this is a it's a really interesting move, and I think it's once again Bill Belichick kind of recognizing um, the fact that like, look, Cam Newton has has been a nemesis. I I've, I've talked about the numbers like against the Patriots, he's undefeated. Um, he had over 70 percent completion rate, 128 passer rating. 61 touchdown interceptions and Nabil, because I know you love the numbers. He averaged seven yards a carry. That's the second highest rushing uh, average that he's had in his career outside of the games that he's had against, I want to say the Miami Dolphins. And so like, look, man, people talk about Cam. I just think it works. And I think that it really makes it very, very compelling because now when we look at the AFC and we look at the quarterbacks and the dual threats, Lamar Jackson, Pat Mahomes is still kind of a dual threat and Cam Newton, Man, those games with those guys going against each other, old school versus new school, man, sign me up for those. I'm all, I'm, I'm all about that. Could be a very exciting postseason. <laughs> it could be in because only one team gets to buy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who gets that buy? I know. Can Ken Noon keep up with the Chiefs? <laughs> can Ken the Chiefs stop anybody? Like yeah. that would be the thing. It, 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 it would be interesting to see – how it goes. I think, um, Nabil, you will understand. I think the Patriots against those teams, they're going to play Wisconsin basketball. The game is going to be slower, more methodical, more ball control. It, it won't be the flashy version of the Patriots offense. It'll be kind of right. the blue collar, old school, push you to sleep, but then they win 21-17, stuff like that. Like I think yeah. that's, that's the offense that you will see from them. Yeah, go back to that 2018 uh, AFC Championship game when the Patriots did beat the Chiefs. That's what I mean. I know the Chiefs eventually got their points at the end of the game, and there was overtime. But that was that was the game plan, and I mean they were the team to knock them off. That's pretty much the only reason they don't have two Super Bowl rings. Yeah, I mean, like I mean, like that's the deal. But I think I think it makes it very very exciting. I think people tuning into the podcast should also be excited about uh, the projects that you two guys work really hard on uh, the crossover podcast. So on Tuesday. I think we're going to release the baseball podcast that features just the general managers. Um, that will be very, very exciting. We've uh, talked about those guys. Our junior, who are some of the general managers that uh, we uh, got? Uh, Jed Hoyer, the Chicago Cubs GM. We got Thad Levine, the Twins GM, and then we have Dan O'Dowd, the former Rockies, the former Rockies GM. So, so yeah, so that's exciting. Then on Thursday we have part two of the podcast uh, with a baseball crossover, and that's more Don Mattingly. Uh, is that what does Dave did Dave Roberts come on down or no? Yeah, Dave Roberts, John Smoltz, you know, just a ton of ton of great guys. You guys got a, a ton of great sound over the last few months. And I mean with baseball, you know, it's seemingly coming back in a few weeks. It's it's uh it's an exciting time uh to to talk ball. I mean, it's exciting for baseball, and I know DJ will be excited about the Padres for like a couple of weeks and then football will kick off and yeah. the Padres will go back to doing what the Padres do. Um, <laughs> but no, nah, so it's exciting. Look, so I'm glad that we were able to jump on, have a quick conversation about Cam Newton joining the Patriots. Uh, guys, thanks for 
calling in, calling me. It was fun to do the podcast with you guys. Maybe we need to get you guys like a bigger presence. Maybe you guys need to talk more on the podcast as we go forward, you know? I'm always down. <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always down to spread, spread the Packers. <laughs> always. You're so jaded. So, look, so that's it. Um, thanks for joining the Mood to Six podcast this time. Make sure you tune into those crossover podcasts that post later this week. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order.